Well, hey there, everybody. Thanks for joining us for a special edition of the WTOC First Alert Weather Podcast. Not only is it special because we have meteorologist uh, Dylan Smith joining us in this First Alert Weather Podcast, we actually have some activity to be talking about into the tropics. So, guys, you ready to talk about this activity we got coming up? Sure. You know, we've been doing it uh, for a a few days now, and uh, now we get to take it into next week. Yeah, definitely going to be looking like it's going to be a busy week uh, as we head into the middle of it. Yeah, and what we're watching is, uh, we're recording this, as you can see, today is, is Friday, August 25th. We're watching uh, an area of showers and storms. We're going to get some type of low pressure developing into the Caribbean and eventually into the Gulf heading into late this weekend. And then by next week, something impacting uh, Florida. Florida looks like it's going to be the bullseye of whatever is trying to develop out there. And we could be kind of on the northern fringe of something. So again, it's a little bit too early to tell, but we want to make sure that you are aware of that. We'll talk about what we have here. This is the players of what we're looking at coming up here, heading on in it to next week. Again, there's the low pressure and just kind of a low confidence of, you know, the strength and the track of the system. Yeah, we've got a couple players in the game right now. Of course, you've got the low that we do expect to develop right now. There is no closed you know, circulation or anything like that. So track models are going to be all over the place, although they are fairly consistent. And then how far south, north, whatever this low goes will be determined in part by a trough that is up above or how we have it represented there a front, that blue line on your screen. If it comes a little bit quicker and further south, that's going to keep a lot of the impacts down into Florida. If it stalls out a little bit further north, that could bring in a little bit more rain into the southern portions of the coastal empire. Yeah, so there's just a a lot of uncertainty out here right now uh, across the region. So this is what we expect based on what we are seeing uh, across the area right now. So we know we're going to have some tropical moisture moving into the area uh, from the Gulf through Florida. And it looks like it's going to be moving into our region possibly as early as late Tuesday, more so Wednesday. Wednesday is the day that we have a first alert because that looks like some type of impacts uh, as far as at least some rain showers across the area. Now, the question is, Anytime you have a tropical system, whether it's a tropical depression, storm, or hurricane, you're going to get uh, isolated tornadoes with it if you are on the east-northeast side of that storm. That's where our track kind of puts us uh, based on what we're looking at. Uh, we, so we'll have to deal with that possibly coming up on Wednesday. And we have a, a supermoon out yes. there as well. So a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, I would say out of everything that, that we have talking about right here, definitely going to be looking at the tides to definitely be one of the players that we will have in place regardless of where that front is at. That is one thing. So anybody out on Highway 80, definitely uh, keep a close watch on the forecast next week. Yeah, to Dylan's point, even if we didn't have a low that we were tracking, you've got higher astronomical tides because of that super moon. It's also a blue moon, so second full moon within a calendar month. Kind of fun there. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we'll be watching that, especially for uh, Wednesday. I'm not expecting huge issues based on the current thinking. That can change pretty quickly with these tropical systems, though. Yeah, because you never know. Uh, again, things could develop quicker. Uh, again, as Andrew mentioned, we don't even have a closed center of circulation yet. So until we get that closed center, 
turnover circulation. Computer models are not going to have a great handle on what could potentially come on down the road. But right now, they're, they're pretty in good agreement on what's going to be happening with the system. I'm going to show you a couple of our ensemble models. Let's do it. Uh, I can't see which one this is going to be here first. It looks like it's going to be, if I can look at it. I'd say that's the Euro. That's the European yeah. one, which we're looking at. So you can see as it develops, they do get an area of low pressure. A lot of the ensemble models are tracking through central and northern areas of Florida uh, with the European, and they all have different intensities uh, with that. I think the European is a little bit more of the stronger of the uh, two models we look at more the global models right now would be the European and the GFS. Uh, so that's the more of the stronger model, which they're looking at right now. Yeah, sure. And either way, it looks like Florida is going to get wet. It just kind of depends on how much of the state. And for us, uh, you know, the further south you go, closer to that state line of Florida and Georgia, the better chance you will get rain. Could be as early as Tuesday and then could even have some of that lingering on Thursday. Of course, as we go through the weekend, we don't stop forecasting. We'll keep updating you guys. And of course, by Monday, we're going to have a, a pretty grand idea of, of what we can expect going into the middle of the week. Yeah. And so just show you the, the contrast here. Here's the, the GFS ensemble models. And it's a much weaker uh, development of that progression of that. But they also still kind of have it going down through central and northern areas of Florida, the most of the ensemble models. So consistency is looking more at least in central and north florida but as far as the intensity uh and the timing the gfs is a little bit quicker they're more yep. for tuesday night for impacts on us gfs our european is more of a wednesday so things to watch yeah, we definitely will uh, hope for more of a daytime thing. So people are, you know, awake for it. Not that I, we're expecting a widespread spread like severe weather up, you know, outbreak, but there is that potential there. Anytime we're on the northeastern side of a, a circulation that you could have a little bit better chance for some isolated tornadoes. So on its approach to Florida, if it does make that landfall in Florida, wherever it is, that does put us in the better chance of having at least a tornado threat doesn't mean we'll have them but the threat is heightened for that area you know the one thing that makes me just a little bit nervous uh, sea surface temperatures uh, very warm well, look at I me mean, look at that we're looking at current sea surface temperatures in the upper 80s almost 90 degrees yeah. into the gulf so I, I know the computer models takes that sea surface temperatures, a lot of them into consideration when they're looking at the forecast, but uh, we're well above average uh, yeah. with those sea surface temperatures. And that's a lot of fuel for any type of system moving over that. So hopefully, you know, things don't uh, uh, escalate too quickly <laughs> to the yeah. Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, definitely not expecting, at least with current model guidance, right. rapid intensification. That being said, you know, like we'll have to watch it closely, like you said, David. Uh, you know, the, it kind of breaks out of this area of shear. Uh, really Monday is it state that it could develop strengthen into either the the strong tropical depression weak tropical storm now I'm not expecting this to become a hurricane but you never know what happens over over the water so we'll be we'll definitely be watching that closely but if you look at like the the 48 hour versus seven day chances that's one reason why the 48 hour chances of development are so low is because low hasn't developed it's battling shear it's battling dry air it has to break away from that and then that window of opportunity opens. And at that point, while it's drifting northeast, it does have that small window of opportunity to strengthen. So, but it's small. It's not going to be like it's traveling all across the warm Gulf waters. It's a, a day's chance. 
Right, exactly. So a lot of things can happen. I tell you, the next name on the list is going to be a fun one. This is, uh, you know, the uh, Hurricane Center, or next to Hurricane Center, the, the WPC, the WMO, uh, the World yes. Meteorological Organization, uh, sets the names, and they also put out a pronouncer as well. So we need it for the next one, and we're going with Edalia, right? Edalia. Edalia is what we're going with. And uh, we want to naturally say Vidalia, so yes. Idalia. It's kind of like how we want to say it because right. you just take the V off of our, our town and our inner areas. But no, that is not how it is phonetically put out for us. Yeah, and that is a pretty good chance that this system could become the Idalia as it moves in the Gulf, as Andrew mentioned, uh, more so later in the weekend into Monday, possibly. So uh, we'll continue to uh, watch that one. And there's other activity into the Atlantic as well. So it's not just those two areas. We do have that system, but we also have one active system right now. Yes, we do. Uh, we have Franklin out there right now. And, you know, the good news about Franklin is that it's still looking to be pushed out with kind of the general pattern, kind of what, as the same system that we were talking about. It's going to look to head probably a little farther north and push out to the northeast all because of the other features that we have across the country and the fact that we have some high pressure and some cold fronts coming through. And that's going to be, once again, like we talked about, the deciding factor, once again, as to what we're going to be seeing to when this system comes in. Wherever that cold front's at, if it pushes through, not gonna look for a whole lot of stuff going on, but if it doesn't, that's when we could see a more of those scattered thunderstorm chances. And those could get a little bit intense, it looks like. It'll be it'll be interesting to see, but you notice the motion of, of Franklin, which is starting to work to the northwest, and then it takes an abrupt turn more to the north and the northeast. Mm -hmm. That's gonna be impacted by that same uh, upper level trough uh, which will be moving uh, whatever's coming out of the Gulf. So they're both going to be moving generally in the same direction once we get through the uh, beginning and middle of next week. So no real impacts on us. It, it could try to kick up some higher surf maybe uh, along the coast areas, but that's it. No rain or wind associated with Franklin. Bermuda, on the other hand, uh, we'll have to watch that. could be a Category 2 hurricane uh, heading into them by Tuesday, it looks like. Yeah, but increased swells is really all we would see from this, and it's going to hop on that highway of air in the sky and get on out of here. Yeah, and there's there's two other areas out there. We got still the remnants of Emily. Uh, mm -hmm. That looks in, is looking less and less like it's going to redevelop back into something tropical. Uh, and we behind that, we also have to the south in that orange area, you see that is uh, Invest 92L. And that's still got a, I think it's like a 40, 50% chance mm -hmm. of trying to develop into something, but that's going to remain in the central Atlantic. So no other impacts besides the Gulf of Mexico coming up for the middle of next week. So that's why we have a first alert. We wanted to do a special podcast just to uh, make sure you were all aware of that. Uh, we don't expect to see a lot of uh, any hurricane conditions based on what we're looking at now, but rain showers, some maybe some gusty winds, an isolated tornado threat is certainly going to be possible with this being on the north and east side, and elevated tides. Right now, not super flooding, but they're already going to be uh, elevated above uh, normal values thanks to that super moon out there. So we're looking at eight something as far as the tides are concerned. I think it's like eight, eight or something like that, or eight, six or mm -hmm. something right. to that effect uh, coming up on Tuesday night and into Wednesday. So anything that uh, more about Northeast or Easterly flow could help rise, raise those tides a little bit, but we're usually good up till about 10, five, 10, two now since they raised yeah. uh, highway 80 out there. Mm -hmm. So we could take a little bit higher tides. 
Yeah, and something that we haven't talked about is the backside of this system and likely gets out of here by the second half of Thursday, followed by some cooler air. At least that's what we're thinking right now, wrapping down some nicer, uh, more comfortable air for us as we go into uh, the end of next week, Labor Day weekend. I know a lot of people have a three-day weekend in some capacity next weekend, and we'll be uh, very happy to hear about this. And uh, that being said, this weekend, you know, hottest temperatures we've got in the foreseeable future. Yeah, exactly. And look, at that's going to feel nice. So right now, this is just one of the computer models uh, spitting out a 10-day forecast. But generally, you see the trend. We go from mid-90s here coming up on the weekend, over the weekend, to maybe some mid-80s possibly there for next weekend and the end of the week. So a nice refreshing change, maybe the sign of our first fall False uh, fall. Yeah, fall, yep. uh, a false fall. Yeah, exactly. No, the, the temperatures yeah. you see start to rise back up again <laughs> after that close Fool's to 90. gold. So a lot to think about. Uh, just make sure you're getting your daily updates. The First Alert weather team is here, including meteorologist Jamie Ertle. Uh, she comes in a little bit later recording this here at 11 o'clock. So she's uh, still not here at, at uh, work on her regular shift. So that's why she's not doing this uh, podcast. But we're all together, all watching this storm, making sure we have the latest, all our social media platforms. So. Uh, just continue to get updates. Doesn't look like anything too crazy now, but we are certainly going to be watching this one and you should as well. Thanks for joining us for another edition of the WTOC First Alert Weather Podcast.